0: You're listening to You've Got This, episode 153. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'd like to talk about choosing meaningful metrics. And this came up for me because recently I was sharing on Instagram stories when I was adding word count to my coach training guide that I've been writing and I had a prolific retreat and so I was updating throughout the day about my word count and um, one of my clients commented and said, I just don't track my word count. Like that's not something that's really meaningful to me and they track using minutes of time. And it got me thinking about what are the kinds of meaningful metrics that we measure throughout our days and weeks and months and quarters and years to make sure that we're kind of aligned in terms of our goals and making progress and when it comes to writing there's word counts and pages and minutes but in my life there's always a lot of check boxes or percentages completed of a particular project or different milestones that i set up or even goals just broken down into basic timelines so I have a sense of when during the year I'm going to be making progress on different things. But I also think that when we choose these kinds of meaningful metrics, we need to be realistic (laughs) about what it is that we're actually working on and making sure that we are choosing things that matter to us, that we're choosing things that are um, connected to our goals and to our values. So I thought I would share a few of the current metrics that have been really meaningful for me. And of course I would love to hear some examples from you as well. So right now, one of the metrics I'm paying attention to is how much tea I'm drinking and at work i can tell what this is because i have boxes of tea bags and as they run out i know that i'm drinking a certain amount of tea and what this indicates to me is that i'm taking regular breaks to get up and refill my tea but also that i'm staying hydrated throughout the day because especially in the winter months and the rainy season here in Oregon i'm more likely to drink water if it is warm and so throughout the day usually i'm drinking peppermint tea Um, And so that is one metric that is meaningful to me. Another metric right now that's pretty meaningful is how many steps that I'm taking. And I am trying to hit 10,000 steps every day. And I've been able to do that now for over three months. I'm on a bit of a streak. But really what that means to me in terms of it being a meaningful metric is that I'm getting in my morning walks, which are really important to me in terms of solitude time and in terms of things like just catching up on podcasts. So um, it's not necessarily even the exercise part, although that's helpful too. It's an indicator to me that I'm able to carve out that time to be by myself. Now the other indicator that is kind of part of my morning routine right now, another meaningful metric, is how many pages I'm filling in my journal. Because I'm trying to do morning pages, three pages a day. And so as I'm filling up this journal every day, and again, I've been doing this for a couple of months now, over a couple of months now, It's showing me that I'm carving out time each day for some solitude to do that journaling but also just for reflection and asking myself the important questions that I need to answer in terms of thinking about what I want to move forward with, what I'm prioritizing, what's on my mind. So that's a meaningful metric for me now if you have been following my instagram stories you know that word count is a meaningful metric for me right now and i'm specifically working on that coach training guide manuscript and really what it means to me is that i'm moving closer to launching my new coach training program that i am so excited about i really believe in it and i will be sharing more on this soon but um, one indicator of kind of progress toward that really big goal Um, And there's a lot more involved than just the manuscript, but the manuscript is a pretty big deal. So the more words I add to that, the better I feel about moving closer to achieving that goal. Now I'm also tracking as another meaningful metric, the novels that I'm reading each month. You can come find me on Goodreads. And really what this means to me is that I'm making time for reading and for solitude and for fun because I really enjoy reading these novels but it's also really showing me if I'm not reading enough novels that usually that reading time happens on the weekends. And it means that I am maybe letting work crowd out my weekend reading time a little too much if I'm not able to get in the novel reading. So right now I'm able to read usually a couple of novels a week, which is often during weekend time and in the evenings. Now, another meaningful metric for me right now is the number of hours of coaching that I'm completing each week. And I'm working toward a larger goal of leveling up my coaching certification and I'm hoping to do this before the end of 2020. So I have a certain number of hours that I'm trying to hit and really what this is about for me is continuing my own development as a coach because the more coaching hours I get, the more experience I have working with a really wide range of clients And that is important to me, to make sure that I'm consistently coaching, especially as I'm thinking about this coaching training and the kinds of tools and things that I'm going to be telling other people about. I want to make sure I have a lot of experience working with those tools and with the different techniques that I'm going to be training people in. So I am tracking the number of hours of coaching. And really what I'm trying to do is a minimum of five hours of coaching every week. Sometimes it's more, um, but it's rarely less. And that is a mixture of the group coaching programs that I run and then working with individual clients. Now, um, because of all of that other stuff, I'm also using hours of sleep that I'm getting each night as a meaningful metric for me so i do not want to burn the candle at both ends and because i have really early wake up times i'm definitely a morning person that means i really need to be getting to bed before 9 p.m so i really am tracking this i'm making sure that i am getting to bed before 9 p.m because i rarely get up after 5 a.m and in order to make sure i'm getting a good seven and a half to eight hours of sleep Um, which is what I'm always aiming for, I've got to get to that early bedtime. Now, um, another recent metric that I'm tracking that has become more and more meaningful to me over time is the amount of sugar that I'm eating. And I've talked about this on a previous episode, so I can link to that in the show notes. But what I've realized is the more that I crave sugar, it's a sign that I'm stressed, that I'm overwhelmed, or that I'm just overloaded in general. And when I eat a lot of sugar, um, I just don't feel very well. I don't feel physically well. I don't feel mentally well. Um, And so it's just not good for me to have a lot of processed sugar. So this is something that I've really been trying to be attentive with. And if I find myself craving it, I definitely take a step back. It's almost like a red flag of, you know, something's going on (laughs) that I'm feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, or overloaded. And I need to kind of reshuffle some things to make sure that I'm not um, kind of overtaxing myself. So those are just a few of the meaningful metrics that I was able to kind of come up with off the top of my head. And you might be wondering, how am I tracking some of these things? So um, some of these things are being tracked, um, well, it's actually kind of a range of ways. So for example, um, the words being added to my coach training guide, I'm tracking through things like Instagram stories because I save those kinds of things. I'm also tracking it through um the air table that I created um, that is helping me figure out how much of the guide is done and how much is left. For things like novels that I'm reading, I track that on Goodreads. So you can always find out what I'm reading there. For things like the number of hours of coaching I'm completing, I track it in an air table. Um, and that's in part because I do need to share that with my credentialer for my coaching. So it's something that I do need to track and share with someone else. But things like how much tea I'm drinking, um, it's really just very informal. (laughs) When I run out of tea, I know that I'm consistently working my way through the boxes of tea in my office. My steps that I'm taking are tracked on a Fitbit um, that I am wearing uh, all all the time, pretty much. And in terms of how my journal is filling up, I'm really just making sure I hit those three pages every day. And of course, eventually I'm going to have to buy a new journal because the old one is going to be full. The hours of sleep I'm getting each night, I'm really just trying to track am I getting to bed at a decent time and when am I getting up. Um, I'm not wearing any kind of sleep tracker or anything like that. And then really the amount of sugar I'm eating, it's paying attention (laughs) to my cravings. And I do track a little bit the grams of sugar that I eat. I'm trying to eat um, 11 grams or less of sugar every day. And that is the equivalent of like a Larabar, if you want to kind of have a sense of what that means. Um, And that's based on kind of recommended dosages of sugar. Oftentimes, we can eat a ton more sugar than what we intend, even with things like um, fresh fruit. So there have been a couple books that I've read on this topic. I can link to them in the show notes. One of them is called The Case Against Sugar, which I think is kind of a helpful tool if you're thinking more about this or you want to learn more about it. So I measure these things in different kinds of ways, but in ways that are realistic for me, in ways that are easy for me to track the information, and in ways where I see the information on a regular basis so that I'm being held accountable to the kinds of things that I want to be tracking and that feel like meaningful metrics. So, of course, I would love to hear what are the meaningful metrics in your life right now. You can always email me at contact at katielinder.org. You can tweet to me at katie underscore linder. You can connect with me on Instagram at katie underscore linder. Or you can always write me a letter at katielinder, P.O. Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon, 97321. I always love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katylinder.work podcasts. You've Got This is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katylinder.work podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.